Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my name is Pastor Jeremy. Uh, if you guys don't know me, my name is Pastor Jeremy. So glad to meet you guys. Um, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers in the room. And I'm not just talking to the mothers who gave birth. That's not only, I'm talking to spiritual moms. I'm talking to foster moms. I'm talking to adopted mothers. I'm talking to, to, to the ladies who was making PBs and J's for kids on the block. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the ladies who became the neighborhood mother and was disciplining and saying, hey, you better get home. I'm going to tell your mama, like those moms, Thank you. I thank you for praying moms. I thank you for fasting mothers. Um, for all the pioneer moms who've been riding with us, uh, we sent you an edible arrangement sometime this week. So we hope it got to your house. And if it didn't come in this week, it's going to come in Monday. That's not, my, that's not Pastor Jeremy's fault. That's edible arrangement's fault. All right. I was trying to like, I was trying to do it before, but you know the way things work out. This past Friday, before I give the, the mic to my wife, this past Friday, we, um, the first and third Fridays, we do this thing called Campfire Nights. Everyone say Campfire Night. Ooh, say it like you got some life. Everyone say Campfire Night. There you go. There you go. So campfire nights, what are they? What are, what are they there for? It's, our, it's every first and third Friday, and it's at 7 p.m., and it's in this room, and we literally just get together to pray and worship. That's it. We keep it really simple. It's just to pray and worship God and thank God. It's the time for the church to get together and be a community and share our burdens and our struggles with each other. And we just get to say, hey, and we call it campfire nights because that's where pioneers tell their stories is around a campfire. Get that kid out of here <laughs> being so loud. It's my kid. It's all right. Um, that's where, uh, <laughs> sorry, you know, there's my other kid. Um, I got three girls, so pray for me, y'all. Um, but that's where people get together and just share, and, and, and not in a big setting, but finding someone to share your burdens with. It's so important that we get into and back into the process of sharing our, our burdens with someone or sharing our, our joys with a brother and sister in Christ, because we want to celebrate, celebrate with you. Amen? We want to celebrate with you. We want to stand with you. And if we can't pray for you, we don't know how to pray for you. Another way to do that is if you go to our website, you can fill out a prayer request. But it's not this Friday, but it's the 21st. Everyone say the 21st, 21st. at 7 p.m. The 21st, 21st. at 7 p.m. All right. I know for there are some students in here, you know, find a way to be here. And if you're like, I got nothing to do that night. You know you're too broke to be going out to the clubs. Like, come pray. Come do something that'll be eternal. You know what I mean? Don't go to anyone's house who you're going to end up paying for the pizza anyways. Come here. <laughs> and so um, we can't wait to have you guys. But I get to introduce. This is my wife, everyone. Happy Mother's Day, Tasha. You, you gave us three. Yeah, please, please. She gave us three beautiful kids. Keeps us all alive. Um, most of us alive. No, I'm just kidding. She keeps all of us alive, and so happy Mother's Day. And so I just want her to share a word. Um, I'm going to pray, and then I'll hand off the mic. Holy Spirit, we just thank you you're in the room. Thank you that you don't see, you don't fill people de de depending on their gender, Lord God. You just, fill the, you just fill us with the Holy Spirit, Lord God. And so 
Lord God, today we want to honor mothers, and we just thank you for mothers, Lord God. I thank you for the word that you put on Tasha. Um, let her get out the way. Speak through her Holy Spirit. Give her words she didn't even know she knew. Give her thoughts she didn't even understand. And if you got to interrupt her, do that. Because better is one word from your courts than in thousands elsewhere. One moment in your courts. And so we just thank you for her life. In your name we pray. And everyone said... Amen. Good morning, everyone, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I know he already said that, but I'm just going to reiterate it. Um, but we're so glad you guys are here today, and I'm sorry if I, like, talk kind of fast. I When I get nervous, I do that sometimes. Um, <laughs> this is not my comfort zone at all, so you guys just bear with me, but I just know the Lord is, like, pushing me past the comfort zone, right? Um, but thank you, worship team, for leading us. Um, one of the songs was my request because I just wanted to get in that zone. Um, but thank you, guys. It was beautiful. Um, and thank you, Jeremy, for this opportunity, letting me share um, what I feel like the Lord's put on my heart. I don't take this for granted. I don't take this lightly. And it's an honor to be able to talk with you guys. Um, and... <laughs> Jeremy, don't laugh at me if I get emotional, please, during this. He always laughs because I always, like, end up crying or getting super emotional when I'm speaking. But, you know, I'm just, like, really in touch with the Spirit, and it just, like, hits you sometimes. But I'm going to try and make it through. Amen. <laughs> um, let me pray really quick. That way I can get it all together. Um, God, we just thank you for this morning. We thank you for allowing us to have another day um, waking us up and bringing us here together safely, God. I pray that you will just um, speak through me, God, that you will just use me, anoint me, and um, the word that I feel you've placed in my heart, I pray that it will resonate with the people here, that it will fall on fertile soil, Jesus, and that um, we will just know that we can have a close personal relationship with you because that's what you desire, God. And so I pray that you will just have your way in this place, allow your presence to surround us, and let us not leave this place the same, oh God, as when we walked in. Let us um, change um, here and now, Jesus, in your presence. We love you, Father, in your name. Amen. So I want to share something with you guys today that um, many of you may have heard in some way, shape, form, or fashion this kind of message before, um, but I really felt like God wanted us to, to park on this again. Um, and so what I want to talk to you about this morning is um, the God of intimacy and the products of being intimate with with the Father. So I know that this is might, might not be like a typical Mother's Day message, but this is just what I felt like the Lord was leading me to speak. So um, I hope you guys receive it this morning. But um, I think we all need a reminder of this, no matter how long we've been walking with the Lord. So whether it's been a short time and we're, we're new Christians or people say baby Christians, or if we've been walking with the Lord for 30 years or some time like that, um, we all need a refresher of what what the foundation of our relationship with God should be, and that is face-to-face -face communion with him. Without that communion, without that face-to-face -face, um, intimacy, that relationship, we won't bear fruit. We won't have fruit um, produced out of our lives. So I want to talk about that this morning and um, talk about a few different things that are a byproduct of when you are intimate with the Lord. Um, is everybody following me so far? Yes. Okay. 
Um, and I think that even over the past year, it's so crucial for us to get back to this. Um, 2020 was rough for so many people in so many different ways. Um, I don't know what happened in your, in your life in 2020. Obviously, our world was in uproar and craziness, um, and your individual life may have been going insane too, but, but God keeps us stable through this storm. Amen. And I think that we just need to hone back into the importance of that relationship with him. So um, that's why I feel like God wanted me to speak on this today. So um, intimacy, what is, what is the definition of intimacy? It's defined as closeness or a familiarity, um, including physical or emotional closeness. Now, when we become children of God, um, it says that the Holy Spirit makes a home in us, and Jesus desires to have that kind of relationship with us, and when we become a child of God, that desire only grows for us to be close to him. That desire grows for us to have a relationship like that, and so he has designed us that way in our very nature to want to have communion with him so that we can be effective as, as Christians, as what he's called us to be in this world, salt and light. Um, he put that longing in us through the Holy Spirit, and that desire is put in us. Just like any other relationship we have, though, it takes work. It doesn't bloom overnight. Sometimes it's a lot of moments where you don't see the flower, you don't see the product, you just see the dirt. And it's hard to get discouraged sometimes when you're in those moments where all I see is surface. I don't see, I know I planted the seed, God. I know I planted the seed of intimacy with you, but, um, but you have to keep watering it. You have to keep kindling that flame and kindling um, the intimacy between you and the Father. And I know maybe some of you are thinking intimacy with God. Like, that's kind of weird if you've never heard that phrase. But God wants to have that kind of communion with you, not in a weird way, but as a child, he wants that father-son, father-daughter relationship with you um, that no man can satisfy but him and the longing he put in you from the Holy Spirit. Um, so, but like I said, it takes work. This is no different. This relationship with God is no different. You have to be intentional about getting in the word of God because um, that, he said, this is the bread of life and you will eat of it and be satisfied but it's kind of it's kind of an oxymoron because he says the more you eat of it, the more you'll want. Amen. The more you're in his word, the more intimate you're with him, the more you're gonna want. Um, so I want to talk about um, those things today. Um, the first passage I'm gonna read it's from John 15. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to that. Um, I'm gonna read actually from the Message version just because I love how it puts it. Um, but it says it's John 15 verse four. Um, it says, live in me, make your home in me, just as I do in you, in the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine, you are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation, intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. Anyone who separates from me is dead wood, gathered up and thrown on the bonfire. But if you make yourselves at home with me and my words are at home in you, you can be sure that whatever you ask will be listened to and acted upon. This is how my father shows who he is when you produce grapes, when you mature as my disciples. So it just lays it out right there. If that's the last thing I said, I could walk off the stage because that, that is right there what it's about. It's about having communion with the Father. He says, you make a home in me and you will bear fruit. 
It doesn't say you should bear fruit. I hope you bear fruit. No, he says, when you make a home in me, you will bear fruit. It's a promise, and God keeps his promises. He's not a man that he should go back on his word. Amen? Yeah. Y'all can preach to me today, just like Pastor Jeremy wants y'all to cheer him on. Please cheer me on. Preach back. Yes. (laughs) Um, But just like... I lost my thought now. <laughs> no, but he, he desires us to make a home in him, and he promises that we will be um, producing fruit in our lives. When we have that closeness with him, things about us will change, and people will start to notice those things. Um, when you are more intimate with the Father, you begin to look more like him, and so that it comes through in your actions, in your words, how you treat people, how you love people. I mean, that's just Jesus at the core. He just wanted to love people. And so when you're attached to that vine, you will produce those things. And I know most of you have probably heard the fruits of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. And so when you are rooted and planted in the Father, in his word, those fruits will be able to be seen in your life. And it's essential Those are essential things that you need for being productive for the kingdom of God. Because God didn't just set us here so that we could have an intimate relationship with him. But he he has us here um, to speak to other people in our life and to share the love of God that he's put in us. And share those things um, that we bear when we are in him and in his word. Um, with this being Mother's Day, I wanted to talk about some aspects of like a mother-child or even a parent-child relationship that we can relate to, um, to this type of relationship we have with our Heavenly Father. Um, for those of you who don't know, we just had a baby, like she's literally a month old. Um, and so um, this, this was our third, and it never gets old. As soon as the baby is born, and I'll probably get a little emotional. And those moms who have been in this experience will know the first thing they do is bring the baby to you so that you can have that skin-to-skin contact because it's so vital. It's so important for when that baby is first coming out to feel the closeness to their mother, to feel the closeness to their father. Or even I've heard of some stories where the baby's being adopted and the adopted mom is in the room and they have that skin-to-skin connection. Even though the baby was not from her, she feels that love. And so a couple things happen when you have that skin-to-skin encounter, when the baby has a skin-to-skin encounter with their mother. Um, so those of you who are not mothers, stick with me here because it's, it's important to know these things going on as, as we move on. Um, it's just a beautiful connection that's made. But a study by Sanford Health shows that skin-to-skin time with a newborn has their, uh, with their mother or father has great long-term benefits on their health. Um, It has improved brain development and parental attachment. So it shows that they did a study that shows that more babies who had that skin-to-skin time with their parents have a better relationship with them later on in life. And they also, their brain development is way better when they have that time um, spent with their parents. Um, It's also beneficial in how the baby absorbs and digests nutrients. And it improves the baby's weight gain, which is really important if you've never been around a newborn or if you have a newborn you know that's you're always so concerned how much weight are they gaining what do they weigh and that's so important Um, and so skin-to-skin contact will actually help the improvement of them gaining weight 
And um, when that contact is made with the mother, um, her immune system, her strong immune system can pass antibodies through the skin. Isn't that crazy? I didn't even know that until last night. I was doing a little research. I didn't know that happens. Like through her skin, it can pass antibodies and it can increase the baby's skin hydration, providing a protective barrier that prevents harm, harmful bacteria from entering through the baby's skin. God is so awesome. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> um, but we see here that touch and that skin-to-skin contact is so important. Um, it's such an important um, aspect of that relationship of the mother and child or the father and child. And that extends um, in different stages of life, too. So, you know, Ava, my oldest, when she falls and gets a scraped knee, she actually did that. While we were praying before church, she was running in here and fell. And um, the first thing she was wanting to, to do is find me. She wanted me. So that goes on with different stages in life. When, they're, when you're hurt uh, or when the child is hurt or something, they find comfort in their parents because they've had that closeness. The same is with our relationship with God. It's so vital that we, not just on a physical standpoint, because, you know, God, he's not physically here, but on an emotional, a spiritual standpoint, um, that we have that connection with him, almost like a skin-to-skin contact. And it's, it's so necessary for our spiritual walk with him. Uh, when we have that time with the Lord, we have not only long-term benefits of a stronger relationship with him, but we also are able to digest his word on a deeper level and gain nutrients from his word that we need to grow in our relationship and develop. The more nourishment with him we will receive and will produce good fruit from those times of intimacy with the father. So just like the baby, when, when they gain those nutrients from their mother, the same is with us. When we're in that, that closeness with our Father, we get nutrients that we need to sustain us through our, our walk with Him. And it's new every day. Every day when you open this word, it's a new set of nutrients that you need to, be, uh, to grow and to mature in your walk with Him. So we see it's so important to have that. Sorry, I need a quick drink of water because I'm a little dry. Sorry. Um, so I want to talk about what those times of intimacy will produce in our lives, the byproducts of that. The first one that I feel like God um, revealed to me is intimacy produces identity. So we find out who we are when we abide in him, we become who God has made us to be, and we can be our true selves through communion with God. So I want to um, reference verse Psalm the verse Psalm 139, 13 through 14. Um, it says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, and I know that full well. When we realize who we are and whose we are, who we belong to, we can appreciate the workmanship that is us. We can appreciate that, God, you did fearfully and wonderfully make me. And we'll be so wrapped up with the Father that we know that's our identity at the core, is that we are his child, or we are his children, and he has made us beautiful for a purpose. And, you know, you may be sitting there, it's like, you don't, I don't feel that. Get in communion with your Father. He wants to sing that over you, that you're fearfully and wonderfully made, because that is the identity, 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 wow, of children of God, um, 
Just like that skin-to-skin time produces a protective barrier on the baby's skin, when we have that time with our Father, it produces a barrier uh, around us that can shield us from the lies of the enemy. So when the lies of the enemy come to tell you that you're not fearfully and wonderfully made, that you you are worthless, that you're not going to amount to anything, you can throw that in the trash because God has made you fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen? Um, and that, that closeness with him will be a, a shield around you, just like a baby's skin is shielded with those antibodies from the mother. When we are walking closely with him and have that daily communion, we will know his voice. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead a little bit. Um, <laughs> because of that time we spend with him, we can shield our minds with the truth of God's word. So the more time we spend with him, the more we were, are going to want to eat of this word and know what his word says to us, about us, because this is a love letter from him. Did you guys know that? That this is a love letter from God to his children, and we are his children. So everything he says in this is directed towards you and is to remind you of whose you are. So if you have any doubt in your mind right now, you you know who you are. Your identity is in Christ. If you've accepted him as your personal Lord and Savior, you know that he is your father and your identity is in him. So the second thing that we, um, we gain from that relationship with God is intimacy. That intimate relationship reveals our purpose. So let me quickly turn here. So I'm going to read. It's probably a verse everyone has heard before. Um, it's Jeremiah 29, 11, but I'm going to go on to verse 13 as well. So it says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. So we know right there his plans are good for us because he is a good father, and his purpose is only to prosper us, and and in him we'll, we'll find, or through that, through seeking him, we'll find him. And in that passage we looked at earlier in John 15, it says we can be sure and confident that whatever we ask through him, it will be done. And so that's just a reminder that when we have that daily communion with him, our desires will be in align with his word because they will become his desires. His desires will be placed in our heart and it will come to pass because that's his word. His word is yes and amen, that whatever you seek in his name will be accomplished. You'll begin to ask for your purpose to be aligned with him and your wants will become what he wants. Your desires will become what he desires for your life. And when we are walking closely with him and have that daily communion, we will know his voice. We won't have a shadow of a doubt what our father's voice sounds like. And it may not be audible. It may just be in your heart, a quickening of the Holy Spirit. Even in your gut, maybe, you feel that. And you know, yes, that's the Holy Spirit. That's my father. You know his voice because you have that intimacy with him. And you'll know which way to go. You'll know your purpose. You won't have to, yeah, it's going to be scary. God does not promise it it will be easy. It will not be frightening. But he promises that he's going to be with you. He promises that he's not only going to lead you, you'll follow after him, but he is going to be behind you, beside you, all around you. He's going to be with you through your purpose and through what he's calling you to do. And he'll lead you. And encourage us in the spirit. So the more we get in this word, the more encouraged by the spirit that we're going to be. So the last point I have is pretty simple, but it's so important. Um, 
intimacy with him reassures us that God loves us. Um, in 1 John 4.16, so let me get there. I have little tabs so I can get there quicker. There we go. So 1 John 4.16, it says, and So we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. In this verse, we're reminded that through daily connection with the Father that we can know that God loves us. And with that connection, he will reveal his love to us on different levels the deeper we go with, his, with our relationship with him. When we are wrapped up in him, we are wrapped up in love because it says right there that God is love. So you can't separate the two. When, you, when God wraps his arms around you, he's wrapping you in his eternal love. And it's unconditional. No matter what you've done, he's going to love you. So if you're sitting here today, and even like what Pastor Jeremy said, and you feel like you failed God, you, you don't have to believe that. You don't have to believe that lie of the enemy because the closer you get to the Father, the more you'll feel loved and that he will cheer you on. He'll encourage you to go on that path. Um, and going back to that relationship that a mother and an infant has, when they have that skin-to-skin time, it actually releases a hormone in your body called oxytocin, which some of you may have heard. It's called the love hormone. It's, it, it is released in different um, scenarios in your life. When you have, like, a good, intimate, happy connection with someone, oxytocin is released. Um, but it's released when a mother and a child have that skin-to-skin. And even when a father and a child have that skin-to-skin, it releases that. And that bond is created through that so strong. And and speaking from experience, from having children and having that connection with them, there's no connection like that. And that's the hormones being released. You just feel like you're so in love. Like, the more children we had, when, when we had Ava, I was like, oh, my goodness, I love this little tiny person so much. How is this possible? You know, but it's that oxytocin. It's, it's being released. But the more children you have, it's like the more your heart grows. And that's how it is with our father. The more children who are invited into his family, this wasn't even in my notes, y'all. That's the Holy Spirit. The more children who are invited to his family, the more his heart grows for us because he just loves us and he wants us to be wrapped up in him. Amen. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Okay, good. (laughs) Um, So the more time we spend with him, the more we're going to be wrapped up in his love. And we won't have to worry about our next steps. We won't have to worry about what's going on in this world. We can trust in the Father and trust on his love. It says we can rely on his love. And whoever lives in him lives in love. So we can have that assurance in the love of the Father. Um, Victoria, if you don't mind coming back up and playing. Um, Sorry, I feel like I sped through this, but am I doing okay on time? I've got a a little bit more. I see the time, but just make sure. Okay. Um, So our pursuit should be intimacy with the Father. It shouldn't be, okay, I'm going to be intimate with with the Father so I can gain these things. It shouldn't be selfish. It should be, God, I just want to know you. I just want to know who you are. I just want to be close to you. And in that song we sang earlier, she's going to play through it again. it says, I just want you. I just want you. Um, nothing else will do. I just want you. So that should be the desire of our heart is intimacy just with the Father. Not even if you don't gain anything from that, but it's so amazing because he promises in his word that you will gain things. You will produce fruit. You will find your identity, your purpose, and you'll be so wrapped up in the love of God. 
just when you seek him, when you sit at his feet. And that can look different for every person. And I'm not telling you you're going to have to spend hours and hours a day with him just laying on the ground. But that would be amazing if you have that kind of time to do that. Do that. But that God doesn't call us all to do that. Just little moments with him. As you go about your day, just having that intimacy with him. Just like the relationship I have with my husband. I don't spend every single hour with him. But we send each other a text throughout the day. Hey, I love you. I hope your day is going well. God wants that relationship with us. He wants that relationship with his children. To have that daily communion. It says pray without ceasing. And that includes that. Sometimes you're not going to know what to pray. You're just going to be like, God, I love you. God, I want to know you more. I don't know what my identity is. I don't know what my purpose is. But you'll reveal it to me. And God, sometimes I feel like you don't love me. Sometimes I don't feel that love. But the closer you get with the Father, the more love you'll feel. You'll find your identity and your purpose. And you'll be so effective for the kingdom of God. But that won't be your main focus. Your main focus is just, Jesus, I just want you. I want to see you. I want to experience you. I want to see you face to face. And when you have that connection, everything else falls into place for you. It's the same way with my my children. When I spend time with them, they don't have to doubt that I love them. They can have with 100% assurance that I love them. And they rely on me 100%, especially right now, because with a newborn, like, she relies on me solely. And our relationship with the Father should be the same way. With that daily communion, we realize that, God, I just solely rely on you. I solely rely on you for for these things. So I want to pray. Um, today that if we've lost focus on our relationship with God, that we rekindle that desire. So if this past year just kind of threw you for a loop and even the beginning of 2021 has been not so great, I pray that he rekindles the flame in you this morning, that you can have that intimacy with him and that we can be refocused on that. Or maybe you've never began a relationship with God before. I don't know everybody in this room, so I don't know if everyone has accepted him, and it's such a beautiful gift. He offers it as a gift. He sent his son to die on a cross so that we might have life, and he didn't just die. He rose again so that we can have life and have this kind of relationship with him because when he rose again, you guys, the veil was torn. The veil was torn. You guys should be rejoicing about that right now because we can have boldness to walk into the presence of God, our Father, and have that communion with Him. We don't have to confess things to somebody else. We don't have to make a sacrifice before we come into His presence. The sacrifice is us, self-sacrifice. God, I die to my flesh. I just want your spirit. I just want you. I just want to be led by you. And that's what intimacy with the Father will produce. You'll be led by the Spirit. And you'll be quickened by the Holy Spirit when you're in those moments with somebody who doesn't know Jesus. 
and you'll be able to tell them about the Father's love because you know it full well, because you know it personally. God, he loves me and he loves you. It's not limited to just one single person. It's available to everybody. So if that's you this morning and you've never accepted Jesus, I pray that you will just open your heart up to that and invite him in. He wants to make a home in you, and he wants you to make a home in him. Or maybe neither of those categories are you, and you are focused. You have a relationship with the, with the king of kings, and you have daily communion with him. Well, I pray that he reveals himself deeper and deeper and deeper to you because there's no limit with the Father. There's no limit. We can enter into his presence all the time. His presence can be with us. It's living in us if we have the Holy Spirit, and if we allow it to grow in us, the the presence of God will be with us. And so I pray that if you have a strong relationship with him, that it even grows stronger and stronger, and you feel that deep connection with him. So what I want to do is I want to sing through the chorus just a couple of times. Um, It just says, I just want you. So we're going to sing that. And I know it was a new song to most of you. Some of you may have heard it. But um, as Victoria sings that, you can join in and sing with her. Or you can just lay back on the Father. Or if you've never received Jesus, use that time to invite him in. It's so simple. You just have to confess your sins to him. Say, God, I want you. I desire you. Forgive me for when I've sinned. And I invite you into my heart. And then right there, he'll be in your heart. If you say it with a pure heart. And it says that even if one comes to salvation, all of heaven is in an uproar. And if that's you this morning, we want to be in an uproar with you. We want to celebrate with you. So during that time, during this time when she sings, I just want you guys, if you feel comfortable to stand, go ahead and stand, or if you feel like you need to walk around or kneel at the altar, this space is open for you to have whatever kind of intimate connection with the Father. Let me just pray real quick. God, we love you. We just want you, Father. We just want that intimate relationship with you to be rekindled or started or to go deeper. So have your way in this moment, Jesus, as as we sing these words that we just want you. Have your way, Father, in each and every child sitting here. May we just seek your face and not what your hands can provide. But let us just seek you with all of our heart, God. Go ahead. Thank you for listening to the Pioneer Church Podcast. Let's go one step further. Subscribe and share this podcast with family and friends and see how this word changes their life. At Pioneer, we believe in journeying together. If you want to support this ministry, go to pioneerchurch.com give to continue to help us to reach people for Jesus. Thank you again for listening and God bless you.